I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. What is up, everybody? Hey, thank you for uh, listening to yet another podcast. This is Counseling On Demand. So today we're going to be talking about something that uh, I think is really important, something for you to think about in terms of uh, yourself and your partner and and in terms of how to uh, keep a good, healthy, healthy relationship and good boundaries and uh, kind of identify ways to manage where and when and how we talk about uh, things that uh, are difficult. So the, what we're going to talk about is how to do that. And we're going to use a – after the break, we'll talk about uh, some language that I think is pretty important. So the idea is uh, – what I want you to do actually is imagine um, in your mind, if you could for a minute, just imagine um, yourself as uh, like a home or a house. And as you think about a house or your yourself – Imagine that there's about 100 people, so a total of 100 people over time that knock on your door. Of those 100 people that knock on your door, just the first number that comes to mind, how many of those people would you answer the door to? So you peek out the window. How many of those 100 would you open the door to see what they have to say? Okay, so think about that for a minute. And then... Out of those people, that group of people, 50, whatever it might be, where, how many of those would you let in the door? Okay, what number comes to mind? And of those people, how many would you invite in maybe to a living room or family room? And of those, how many would you invite in maybe to a TV room or for dinner? And then, and this is where this is a thinker, how many of those actual 100 people, how many of those would you ultimately let into your bedroom, the master bedroom specifically? So as you're thinking about this, the idea, your mind comparing yourself to a home, uh, hopefully the idea is that those numbers go down significantly and your mind's making the connection that the further into the house that someone uh, goes the more sacred that place is. This is why, actually, this is why husbands are in the garage a lot, right? They're not even allowed in that that sacred room we call the master bedroom. So maybe nobody gets in. But the idea is this is a this a discussion, a topic about a sacred place where only certain things go, and uh, so we have to reserve and and treat that place as such. But the idea is okay. Let's take a look at this and say okay. What is the significance of this place? What and who is allowed to go where in terms of my home, in terms of my thoughts, my feelings, so on and so forth? And ultimately, even down to our kids, right? Some people, it depends. But even down to our children, you know, how far can they go in terms of what they know about our, ourselves, our marriage, 
personal life, so on and so forth. And the idea is that very limited access to that to that uh, master bedroom. The reason why we're talking about this is where, when, and how do we decide to discuss certain topics, um, what is appropriate, what's not appropriate, and how do we know uh, that we can rely on a base, a place that uh, is safe, a place that uh, no matter where we go, no matter how upset we are, we're going to establish that, hey, we're always going to have a ground zero to go back to. We're going to have a place where, you know what, um, if we're in this place, we're not going to be discussing certain things. Why? Because those things are discussed in another place. What we're talking about, obviously, is the master bedroom. It might be the laundry room. Who cares? But the idea is, okay, certain things are just not going to be said there. So thinking about yourself, thinking about your marriage, thinking about those topics that you might let in, we're going to talk about a little bit more specifically about what goes into the bedroom and what to do when there's things in the bedroom that maybe do not belong there. So we'll take a break here in just a second, come back and visit this idea of boundaries, visit this idea of learning when to talk about certain topics. back to Counseling on Demand. Today we're talking about this idea of a bedroom and in terms of kind of a sacred place. You know, where do we talk about certain things, right? You hear, you know, no, don't go to bed angry, all these different societal, cultural rules for how to deal with uh, disagreements and discussions in the home. And what we talked about so far is this idea that uh, you and your home are a sacred place. And uh, we gave this uh, kind of this uh, run through of, you know, who you would allow to enter certain areas of the house. In other words, that those discussions um, change those individuals that are allowed into the home change depending on, you know, how deep you go into the house. And the reason why I'm using a house as an example is we're going I'm going back to this idea that's been around for, uh, well, clear back to uh, the Greek times. As a matter of fact, if you um, go into and look, uh, like on Wikipedia, you look up Timonos. Timonos is a, it's spelled T-E-M-E-N-O-S. Timonos, so when I do counseling, um, Timonos is this uh, this word I introduce to individuals that when they cross this Timonos, we'll talk about it in a minute, when they come into the Timonos, the idea is this is a sacred place where they can learn and grow and share. This is a place where kids can come in and not get in trouble for their choices because they're choosing to come in and learn about them. So Timonos, really quick, in, in general, what it refers to, and this is, uh, again, from, a, from the uh, land of the Greeks, right? It's, uh, Timonos represents a piece of land cut off and assigned as an official domain. Okay, so if you look at... Uh, temples going way back, well, as long as they have existed, let's imagine your house is like a temple, right? The temple represents a sacred place. You'll find, you go to Egypt, different places, you'll find what's called a timonos, and the timonos actually is this outer wall. Uh, The outer wall is, uh, it's actually part of the temple. The idea is, in those times, when you passed through that fence, it wasn't a fence to 
look pretty necessarily. It wasn't a fence to keep out robbers. What are you going to rob from the temple, right? It's uh, it's symbolic. So when you pass through that timonos, that, that wall, the wall represents keeping the uh, the temple sacred. It represents when you pass through there, the timonos holds, restrains those things outside the temple, the, ta- the daily things that you're concerned about, um, the dramas, so on and so forth. So you can go in and worship. This is what it was back in the day. The idea is as you walk through the Timonos, you are leaving the things, the cares of the world behind. So the idea with going back to the bedroom is, you know what? Let's make our bedroom a place. It's a, a Timonos. And the Timonos in this case would be like the threshold. It'd be the doorway. Um, and the idea is, okay, when we enter that doorway to the master bedroom, okay, that doorway represents a Timonos. In other words, anything that we're worried about financially, anything we're worried about with kids, anything we're worried about in terms of relationships and so forth, okay, we're going to have those things wait outside that bedroom, okay? Why? Because in the bedroom, we want the bedroom to be a place where we talk and do things that are more comfortable and rewarding and refreshing. And we want to be able to know that no matter how upset we are, so on and so forth, we have a place where we can go and still connect, still enjoy each other, and if needed, right, we can step out of that room. As a matter of fact, imagine you or your spouse, you kind of get into a tough place and you're trying to get to sleep. What a what an awesome act of respect to say, you know what, because of the way I'm thinking or feeling, I'm going to leave the room. Now, not not in a way where you're you're running away, but I'm choosing, because of Timonos, I'm choosing to not have these feelings here in this room. And what a great way to say, you know, I respect you enough that I'm not going to bring this stuff into this room. We have plenty of time to talk about these issues and concerns, but I'm going to respect this room as a place where we watch Netflix or do plan trips or that type of thing. This is a great way to set aside a place that you know that you can go to, to uh, reconstruct and to be together, regardless of what goes on outside of that bedroom, regardless of the arguments, the concerns, you need that base place. You need that timonos, this place that's set aside. Again, timonos is an area of land set aside a domain for specific sacred purpose. So allow yourself to do that. Demonstrate that with each other, with your kids. This demonstration of, okay, we can have our differences, but ultimately we have a place where we're going to come together, and this is a place where we focus on what is working as opposed to what is not working. So establish that Timonos for you and your partner in in that bedroom and, and give that a try in terms of a place to break away from the arguments. I am Fred Riley. Thank you so much for listening to Counseling on Demand. You can find me online at getting back the number two life.com. <laughs>